need your cigar at once, see? Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. This is our March Madness episode, so hopefully you've gotten your bracket in, filled out, and all that good stuff. Um, Lauren and I are going to go ahead and go through our bracket of 64 hottest Disney animated characters. We've both individually submitted a bracket so we can kind of get out some of our own self-interest out of the way in the name of the podcast so we'll be discussing who we think is the hottest character not necessarily for our own preference but just what we can kind of determine together so other than that just remember to watch true grit and submit that before the end of the month first of all lauren and i came up with this list while maddie was visiting well and lauren is lauren lives in florida (laughs) i live here (laughs) um lauren and maddie came out to visit me and while we waited in lines we came up with this list and then maddie actually determined the seating so um there were some unfortunate matchups i think for (laughs) me and probably for you early on it was so hard to say goodbye to some of these people in the first round we really went through so many characters that to even just make it to the the 64 teams was impressive enough (laughs) there were quite a few cuts made (laughs) yes and some notable ones that I would like to shout out were mainly just Bambi's dad. I really wish he could have made it in, but for some reason we were like, Bambi's dad is hot! <laughs> so, well, he is. It's true. There were a lot that didn't make it in, and so just the fact that these 64 were here, we do have to give them a pause and say they deserved to come into the bracket, and they might leave us too soon. But without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump on in. So, our first matchup is Megara from Hercules versus Clopin from Hunchback of Notre Dame, which there's a clear winner here, but I'm so, this is an example of someone I'm so sad to leave so soon. I adore Clopin, but there's no way he's touching Megara. No, Megara is a true hottie. (laughs) Moving her right along. Rest in peace, Clopin. Alright, our next matchup is Hercules from Hercules versus Dodger from Oliver and Company. I can't believe Hercules is an eight seed. Maddie. Always blame Maddie. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last time I'll say it, Maddie, I promise. See, here's the hard thing, because Dodger is Billy Joel in my mind, and Billy Joel is greatness, but is he hotness? Like, I mean, he's a pretty hot dog. Like, when he's wearing those sunglasses. He does wear cool glasses. And he's got the moves. He's got so much swagger. He's got a good voice, of course. But I mean, I feel like you have to give it to Hercules. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Daughter's a dog. <laughs> okay, next up we have... <laughs> my dad's been watching the NCAA wrestling tournament. And the the announcer is goes like, And now, Colette versus... <laughs> Hag from Lady on the Tramp. <laughs> so this is how you're going to be reading all of yours from now yes. on. Excellent. <laughs> so yes, Colette from Ratatouille versus Peg from Lady and the Tramp, which you might not remember Peg. She's the girl or the female dog that's in the pound that sings. He's a tramp. What a dog. 
Now, Peg is a dog that can pull off makeup. She's got such serious false eyelashes going and such nice purple eyeshadow. I also love her, like, voluptuous, like, leaning against the jail bars. And, like, her <laughs> ears are, like, flopping over. <laughs> she is quite, what's the word? Not sexified. <laughs> She's quite sensual. Yeah. For a cartoon. But Colette is a bad... <laughs> I can't think of another word for it. Colette is my hero. And when she starts pulling out the knives and oh saying, you see any other woman in this kitchen? No. Only me. And stabbing his sleeve, it's like, whoa, this woman is not to be messed with. See, I agree with that, but is that hot? Yeah. Mm. And I think her French accent is hot. I think the fact that she's a good chef is hot. Her hair is pretty cool. And her motorcycle and leather jacket. Oh my gosh. I forgot about her motorcycle. (laughs) I feel like I have to stand up for Peg a little bit. I think we could ultimately move Colette on, but one of our listeners had very strong opinions about Peg being included at all. She thinks that this is Annie. She texted me that Peg is the <laughs> dog version of hard living. <laughs> oh. Peg is the Mark Cuban of the Lady in the Tramp world. <laughs> She's been through the ringer. <laughs> All right, Colette moves on. Next, we have Tarzan from Tarzan. And returning from Ratatouille, <laughs> Linguini. Alfredo Linguini. I think this is also a no contest. Yeah. <laughs> Very sorry for Linguini. I love him. He's my spirit animal. Just like so awkward in this cute way. Just the things he says. I'm like, I love this man. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't really necessarily. Dis- He's very endearing, but I wouldn't describe him as hot. Yeah. Tarzan, on the other hand. Oh, man. He's only got that loincloth. He is shredded. The way that he can, like, grab a vine with just his feet (laughs) or butt cheeks. (laughs) I'm not including that meme on. (laughs) No, it's so good. For those viewers or listeners who won't be able to view, there was this pin on Pinterest we found where you can see both of Tarzan's hands holding Jane. And so it's unclear how he's holding on to the vine. (laughs) So someone went through and sketched that it was his butt cheeks holding on. (laughs) Man, those glutes, though. So yeah, Tarzan, easily. Although, he probably would not smell that great. But, you know. You'd get used to it. He's got that jungle musk going. Okay. <laughs> Our next uh, pairing is I bet Bagheera. Linguini doesn't smell great either. That's true. Bagheera from the Jungle Book versus Chief Tui from Moana. Ooh, this is tricky because Bagheera is just like... That deep, classic British so classy. voice. And I don't know, he's just, he's smooth, he's put together, he's clever. But that Chief Tui, listen, there's a lot of Disney dads on this list. <laughs> <laughs> um, And Chief Tui is ripped. He's very protective of Moana to a fault. But just like a really good, upstanding guy. Very muscular. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I, like, I, there's more nostalgia with Bagheera, obviously. 
I gotta I'm glad you're going to the to the photos I gotta go look at it some sweet tattoos yeah tribal tattoos very tasteful jewelry Bagheera does have those yellow eyes which is a little off-putting oh not for me oh <laughs> you know yellow eyes don't oh. <laughs> that's right we're coming up on some coming else. up oh man but chief two okay i feel like you've got to go with chief Tui. yeah Bagheera, congratulations for making on the list we love you Bagheera is also a disney dad i would say an adoptive disney dad i like it yeah mm. oh but he is so sleek and beautiful he is you know in real life he would just be so sparkly from his sleekness <laughs> it was like he's got a diamond fur <laughs> edward edward vibes okay the next pairing is mufasa from the lion king versus woody from toy story Ooh, there's a clear winner for me okay too. i think so too mufasa. mufasa yeah we love woody i will like- be including my video from disney on ice <laughs> Of Woody ice skating out to some like hot country song, <laughs> doing spin moves, sliding onto his knees. Woo! Oh my gosh! But when I Mufasa, was... his presence. Oh my gosh! And James Earl Jones's voice. Yes, he commands a room. He commands a sky. He's a perfect lion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can do the next two pairs. Okay, next, from Hunchback of Notre Dame, we have Esmeralda. And from Mulan, we have Ancestor Fa. See? Which, this was kind of a joke at first. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mulan's main ancestor that's the first guy to show up that, like, is calling all the shots. I don't know. When I was thinking about Mulan characters, he came to mind. Mostly because... Let me just pull him up real quick. I mean, he's got those nipples showing. (laughs) Yeah, mostly it's because of the open-chested robe. Yeah. It's just kind of, the way he wears it is pretty hot. (laughs) He pulls it off. And then he's got that really cool beard. And his voice is iconic. His voice. He's got the deep voice going for him as well. Talk about commanding a room. All these ancestors, and he can really whip him into shape okay but remember when he first shows up and there's like sparkles wow what an entrance (laughs) i'm looking at this picture right here oh my gosh i see it yes (laughs) the sparkles i could not tell you that that's how he entered if you had not said it oh my gosh but like esmeralda exists yeah we all know her she is the reason Frollo sings a song about being seduced. <laughs> Which is not, like, Esmeralda's fault. And Esmeralda, you know, like, this is all on Frollo. But yeah, she's just being beautiful. She herself. is confident and beautiful and knows this how to work a earrings. crowd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dancer. We stand Esmeralda here. <gasps> Next... We have from Pocahontas, quoted to be, he's so handsome. (laughs) Pokemon. Versus from Wreck It Ralph, Sergeant Calhoun. Um, She's the leader of Hero's Duty. She has a very sleek body. 
<laughs> she does. And her, her haircut. And I don't know. The way she wields a gun. Mm-hmm. The way her she, voice. Yeah, she's very commanding. She's an army lady. And her romance with um, Fix-It Felix is, like, believable. It's so wholesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. She's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Oh my gosh, I did not know. <laughs> I just love... I actually have written in my phone that a possible name for a daughter is Dinah. So then I can call her Dynamite Gal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I probably won't do that. Um, I fully support you either way. <laughs> Equal but... support. Thank you for your support. <laughs> so yes, I love her very much. But as I said, Kokuam, one of his only character traits is that he is very handsome. Yeah, I feel like um, you have stronger feelings on both of them. I think both of them deserve to be in this bracket, but I'm absolutely okay moving Kokuam on. Yeah, I think. And he's very strong. Could right. choke out John Smith, <laughs> to be honest. Straight up. <laughs> John Smith is nothing. Oops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shall we return to my title of my bracket? <laughs> oh no, I haven't even looked. Okay, our next pairing. This hurts me. This one hurts me deep. <laughs> Ooh. And on my bracket, it will not go. It. This is why I had to fill out my own bracket, because otherwise I would fight so much harder. But our number one seed, King Triton versus number He's 16. number seed. one seed. <laughs> this is Maddie's choice. Number 16 seed, Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, share your thoughts. Here's the thing. King Triton is obviously going to move on. He is almost universally accepted as being the hottest Disney dad. Question mark? Maybe. I don't know. But like his representation, especially his nipple representation, I'm getting so fixated on the nipples of the Disney dads so far. But in the parks, they're always there. Um, Drunky King Triton, like he's just an iconic Disney dad. Jack Skellington, however, I adore him and love him forever. I don't usually think of him in, like, a sexual way, you know? Not that we're necessarily, like, sexualizing these characters. I don't know. There's a gray area here. Um, That's the is... word I wanted to say earlier. Sexualized. Yes. sexified. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're doing this in, in wholesome, funny, good, lighthearted, not, not trying to make things weird, obviously. Don't go sexualizing Disney characters. But Jack Skellington walked out on stage when the Halloween fireworks are going off. And he is very tall and very skinny. I have a video of me filming him and I just zoom in and I go, so sexy. And my friends were like, we've never heard you say that word before. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I do love Jack Skellington and it pains me to see him go out so soon. He went much farther. He is, yes. Very tall and elegant. Mm-hmm. Very dapper in his outfit. And when he gets so excited about things, he's so cute. He's just a little spooky. <sighs> but you know, I love a little spooky. Some hot about little spooky. Okay. Next is number eight seed James from Princess and the Frog. This is Tiana's dad. Versus number nine seed Gypsy, the moth from A Bug's Life. This is so hard hard because they're two very different hotness extremes. Like, Tiana's dad is a very beautiful man. And he's so kind and has such a good voice and such a cute laugh. Ugh. And he's beautiful. 
Why and do I Jeff feel like? Why do I feel like he looks like Woody? His uh, hair. Okay, maybe. he has Woody hair. But then you get Miss Moth over here, whose feet are little literal high heels. I adore her so much. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Talk to me. What are your thoughts? Personally, I want to go with James because he's a man versus <laughs> a bug insect. But Gypsy is so fabulous. Like she's she just very oozes fabulous. this impressive, fabulous quality. Like she is graceful. Oh, look at her leaning on this. Oh my gosh. When she's like showing off the timer. Yep. In less than 15 seconds. There she is. She's so pretty. Oh, and we've met her in real we life and she her. was so beautiful. Her wings were incredible. Oh, she's impeccable. Like even there's so many things that goes wrong for the circus troupe. But she always, like, it never gets her down, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> her relationship with Manny? Oh, my gosh. I defer to you. I have too strong of feelings for both of them. Well, like I said, I would choose James. Okay, it hurts me to see Gypsy go out so soon. But James is hot. And even Rat and Link conferred that, so... <laughs> Coming in from the early 2000s, we have from Emperor's New Groove, Chicha, Pacha's wife. And from Atlantis, Kita, the princess of Atlantis. Um, So Kita wears a much more revealing outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen Atlantis very recently, so I don't really remember Kita personality-wise. Chicha is very... I love how Chicha is so... Protective and just real. Yeah, she's real. She is herself. She's not afraid to say what she means. All very hot qualities. Yeah. But doesn't take no flack from anybody. I don't know. Kita looks kind of weird. I mean, I feel like <sighs> her haircut's kind of all over the place. I do. She is one of the reasons I would want white hair if I... She is pretty hot, though. I do like her haircut, actually. Kind of those wispy bangs that... Yeah. And her, like, makeup design thing that's on her cheek. Milo! Milo's on this list, right? Oh, I think so. (laughs) Sneak peek into who is winning Lauren's heart later on. (laughs) I gotta go look at a picture of Chicha. Me too. Oh, I just, like, love Chicha so much. She has the best earrings. She's a role model. Oh, no. I don't know. Is she hot? Is she hot? <laughs> this is gonna be Pedro for this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> See for yourself. <gasps> a Disney pin of Chicha! Uh-oh. And if we do go into the Emperor's new school... There she is, Whoa. wearing the is that Chicha? That is Chicha. Oh no, I don't know what to do. See, I feel the same way. I'm much more familiar with Chicha than I am with Kita, but Kita is, I feel like, a lot more in your face hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we circle back around? Yeah. I'm feeling stuck on this one. Okay. Next, from T- Lilo and Stitch, we have David, which is Nani's... Who is Nani's 
boy love interest. And from Finding Nemo, Crush the Turtle. I love now, Crush. Listen, we all know your love of Crush. But and- David is hotter. Yes, you may move him okay. on. Okay. <laughs> wow, I really, <laughs> I'm shook. <laughs> We literally were watching Date Lilo and Stitch in the break room, and I was like, David! Ah, David, oh, he's so sweet. He's amazing. I love him. His tattoo? Wow. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Number six seed is Basil of Baker Street from The Great Mouse Detective versus Sitka from Brother Bear. This one hurt my soul. <laughs> Basil... Is from my soul, and I adore him. But, like, I don't even really watch Brother Bear. Like, I've maybe seen it a total of three times in my life. And it's Sitka all the way for me in this pairing. <laughs> Sitka is so hot. Oh, he's so handsome. In, yes. In eagle form or human form. Spoiler. Agree. Form. Move him on. Sorry, Basil, I love you forever. You're just not as hot. You're more brain hot than body hot. Very true. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Okay, this is going to be a source of contention. Number three seed from Lilo and Stitch, Nani, versus number 14 seed, Milo Thatch from Atlantis. (laughs) All right, let's talk this one out. Okay. So Nani's a woman and she has curves. (laughs) And she's a really good sister. But Milo is freaking adorable. His glasses are so cute. Let me find you the picture of Cole Sprouse dressed as Milo Thatch. See, here's where I'm like, yeah, I think Milo is cute, but is he hot? Like, Nani is hot. Milo is, like, dorky. Yeah, I just, I don't know. We might have to circle back to this one, too. Oh, I've just never been like <laughs> on the gas. <laughs> Are you, I can I can see like okay, but that it's not Cole Sprouse as Milo Thatch. It's Milo Thatch okay, as Milo Thatch. Okay, okay, I'll let you move on, Nani. Really? Because we can circle back. We can come back and talk about it. I'm I'm no, willing to do. I that. know what you're saying, and that's it's more of a personal preference. Okay. But as an overall more hot than yes, we can do nothing. <laughs> Look at this picture so much moving. Not hot. <laughs> so derpy. <laughs> okay, next up we have Whoa, they're both from the Incredibles. I know. Again, I would probably have rearranged this, but we really stuck to our guns and letting Maddie seed. Number seven seed, Mrs. Incredible, versus number ten seed, Frozone. See, this is unfair because I feel like they both would go so far mm-hmm. if they weren't against each other in this first round. Mm-hmm. But, like, Mrs. Incredible is the definition of Pixar thick. It's true. <laughs> Those thighs! <laughs> I just love her. Like, she's so brave and yeah. just goes and gets stuff done. So this is where it gets tricky because personally, I would probably move Frozo on, Frozone on because I am more attracted to him. But 
I feel like more of a general consensus, it might be more Mrs. Incredible. Um, but I want to move on Frozone too. Oh, are we gonna go against the tide? Yeah, this is our podcast. We can do whatever the heck we want. Frozone's yeah. moving on. Frozone's so classy. Oh my gosh, his turtleneck <laughs> and like not like in super suit and not super suit. Hot. His name is Lucius. Oh, there he is on Disney on Ice. <laughs> I almost typed in Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> oh yeah. Easily move him on. When he's like putting on cologne. Mm-hmm. Hot. For our 16th game, we have um going back to some oldies, Robin Hood from the film Robin Hood. And Bianca the Mouse from the Rescuers. Oh, see, this is where it gets hard because I know we're both gonna pick Robin Hood, but like we have to give a shout out to our girl Bianca. Oh my Bianca is the classiest lady. Her accent. And she does, she leaves the men in pieces around her. <laughs> her style. They call it her feet. Her poise. Mm-hmm. Her accent. Oh my, her cute little eyes. I don't know why I just typed in res- or Bianca and fully expected the right picture to come up. To <gasps> Google with nothing else. I would like to shout out... Jake the kangaroo rat from Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> oh yeah, he also was a contender out too soon. Did He's not make got it. an Australian accent and crocodile hunter vibe. Very hot. Oh my gosh, Bianca's outfits though. Like her little muff hat. <gasps> her her little coat. coat. Yes. Ugh, and then when they're in the rain and she has the like little cover. She's so fashionable. Her little She's beret. So cute. And her, her singing voice, voice too. R E S C U E. And I love her relationship with Bernard. Like, that's the other thing, too, is she's classy as heck, but then she, like, will fall for the janitor. You know what I mean? Like, she's yes. not good, but she's not too good. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Shout but, out. Yeah. Robin Hood. But then, like, Robin Hood exists and made everybody attracted to foxes. <laughs> We will, I'm sure we'll talk more about the glories of Robin Hood in the future. Yes. Okay, so that was that for the heroes bracket. And I was going to remind everybody that we specifically did not pick official princes and princesses because there's so many of them and it would just be like, I don't know. We just wanted to talk about different characters that would be more fun. So. And yeah, they're all too hot for their own good, so they would just dominate the brackets. Exactly. And we t- we have their another series devoted to talking about the Disney princesses anyway. So, all right. So now we're going to hop over to the villain side. So, oh boy, this is where things are going to get real interesting. Number one seed, Sean Yu from Mulan versus our number 16 seed, the bowler hat guy, a.k.a. Goob from meet the robinsons so obviously we already know who's going to progress on but let's just talk about the merits of mr the bowler hat man michael yagubian michael first of all his name is michael automatic yes. hotness instant 100 points <laughs> i don't know like i think he is oh my gosh he is so hot though like there is something he is unhinged and like your classic devious literal mustache twirling villain but like there's something something happening there 
kind of a Waluigi vibe. Oh, no wonder I'm in love. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the tights. <laughs> I don't know. Usually that's hot, but you gotta him, keep it tight. <laughs> usually tights are hot, but maybe his legs are just too skinny. Oh my gosh! On them, and his cape's too short. I want a long, voluminous cape on a man. That you see what I'm showing you right now? Oh no, I'm looking at pictures. And I just love his long, spindly fingers. You just love the tall, skinny boys. I mean, that's always been a trope. Thanks a lot, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> um, Shout out to Bowler Hat Guy, but of course, Shawnee moves on. I'm sure we will sing his praises later. So our number eight seed is Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective versus number nine seed Randall Boggs from Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Woo! This is going to be a tricky one, I think. Let's let's flush this out. Okay, Radigan's voiced by Vincent Price. Automatic. 10,000. <laughs> Randall Boggs is voiced by Steve Buscemi, who's not hot, but I love him. That's true. Randall Boggs. Oh my gosh. Oh my, he was so cute with his little glasses. I just love the round glasses. Arthur! (gasps) Thank you, Arthur. (laughs) I'm like bitterly cursing Jimmy Stewart and you're like, thanks! (laughs) (laughs) For your young, impressionable development. (laughs) Radigan is so hot. Like, I'm just looking at these pictures. Yeah. Randall? Randall's just a little sleazy. Yeah, he's a little spooky, kind of long and slimy. And I mean, and I there's a part of me that gets it. You know, we're talking about like that tall, lanky. I get it. It's there. Like when he does the like, working up some big moves. <laughs> so it gets <cute>. me. <laughs> he's so cute. I don't know. There's um, something about that evil sneer that kind of takes it all away. But yeah, oh, Frick Radigan's hat and his cape. Right? And his white gloves. And when he smokes his little cigar. (laughs) Hot. (laughs) All right, move him on. Oh, man. Just to fall the Shawnee in the next round. Rest in peace, Radigan. Sorry, Radigan. All right, next is Captain Hook from Peter Pan versus number 12 seed Hopper from A Bug's Life. Okay, let's see here. Captain Hook does have some things going for him. He's got that dastardly mustache. He's got that plumed hat. It's really nice. Don't know how I feel about his wig, which I'm assuming is a wig. Maybe it's his his hair. Who cares if it's a wig? It's hot. (laughs) Is it hot? (laughs) Yeah. Long, luxurious black hair? I wish my hair looked like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I just have never really looked at Captain Hook and been like, mmm, what a slice of man right there. Like, he's more just, like, funny. Okay, maybe when he, like, is about to die, like, when he <laughs> is in mortal peril and he's, like, so frazzled. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what that says about me as a person. You love a man in distress. <laughs> <laughs> but then... See, and I could also be very, very swayed by Tough to Be a Bug, because when Popper pops out oh, yeah. amid the the smoke and fog and the lights... We swoon. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, just looking at a picture of him. This is an interesting thing. Maybe I would have to watch a video of both of them. Because looking at a picture of both of them, I'm kind of like, eh. But if I saw videos of Hopper moving and talking and the way he commands a room, wow. Because truly, when I'm looking at a picture of him right now, I'm like, oh, actually, I'm not, like, feeling one way or another. You know what I'm I saying? Do, I do love Kevin Spacey's voice as well. That's another very deep, commanding, uh-huh. hot voice. I don't Where love do Kevin Spacey the... himself. Right. But... Where do you get the gall to do this to me? But I have to disagree with you with Captain Hook. I think it was Festival of Fantasy Parade. Okay. Okay, valid. gestured his hat to us. I was like, oh. No, you're Captain absolutely Hook? right. I'm glad you put me in my spot. Like, yes, when he's like playing so, that, yeah. that fake sympathy card to Tinkerbell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the movie, you don't really see that side of him because he's surrounded by children. He hates everything. Lost you, Pan. Yes. But yeah, when he's trying almost to seduce Tinkerbell, right? <laughs> he throws on that charm. It yeah. Is You're very, right. You really very, got yeah. me there. We might have to circle back to this one. Or I'll just power move. <laughs> oh! Okay, let's circle back because then we'll see what, what right, needs right. to be decided. Because, uh, oh, wow, the power move was getting pulled out for Captain Hook. I was not anticipating. I, okay. I kind of fell for him. Oh, my gosh. All in that Festival of Fantasy Parade? Yes. <gasps> okay. Wow, wow, wow. Read us our next pairing. Next, we have from Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent herself, number four seed, versus number 13, Scar from Lion King. Ugh, I'm so conflicted here because my immediate answer is scar but the more i think about it like he's kind of sick like i don't know he's skinny well when you think of him compared to mufasa like right. he hold a candle Be right but also he's voiced by jeremy irons i'm in the shallow end of the gene pool this doesn't make sense why is scar british and his brother is american <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> And the Major Doba was also British. Interesting. And Timon's from New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Not American. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I really didn't watch Sleeping Beauty very much growing up. So I don't have, like, these ties to Maleficent that I feel like other people do. Like, favorite villain-wise, Scar. Easily, no competition. Do I respect Maleficent? Yes, I do. Do I have, like the emotional ties to her that I think like maybe the average Disney fan does not so much like seeing her as like kind of the the finale to Festival of Fantasy and the finale to Fantasmic I'm like yeah I understand why but like Mistress of All Evil okay but like I just don't have the same emotional response to that I respect it but I'm just not quite there but on a hotness scale I feel like she might be hotter than Scar Oh, man, when she yells, with all the powers of hell! Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, and... like, I'm I'm talking her down, but, like, I truly do respect her, and especially the older I've gotten, I like her a lot more. And as a dragon? When she, when she screams? I know that screams are... <laughs> I do love her scream. Very emotional. Yes. And I do like when she comes in, and she's so quiet but she commands the i don't know why commanding a room is so hot for me but (laughs) 
keeps coming up. But like when she comes and everyone is so afraid of her, but she's not yelling. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, how awkward, you know, like she she can turn on the rage, but she can also be the, the cool, scary villain that we love. Okay, but I'm looking at these pictures of Scar. And... Uh-oh. And he's like, precisely. Yeah, and with the green smoke. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. got like that evil grin. I know, there is a subtle sexuality to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why deviousness is so hot. <laughs> and Maleficent's more, she's not like cunning or like tricky. She's just who she is. She's just like powerful. Which is yeah. cool, but yeah. less attractive for some reason. Mm, I gotta go look at pictures of Maleficent. And the scar on his eye, I think, is really hot. I don't know. Maleficent's cheekbones. And, okay, but and... I also don't appreciate what they did with... I was gonna say, we're ignoring Angelina Jolie's. Yeah. Where they, like, made her extra hot. Right. Those horns? Mm-hmm. I, I don't do know. Like horns. I do like her eyebrows. And that the ring she wears when she's, like, holding her staff. Mm, I still think it's Scar. Ooh. Okay. I'll go with you on this one, but I've got one foot on I'm a Team Maleficent. Number six seed, Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco versus number 11 seed. This is so unfair. This is like the matchup that I was this talking about. This is so difficult. This is not okay. Number 11 seed, Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog. Literally could be in the semifinals, if not finals for me, had they not met up in round one. So... This is very upsetting. I'm going to have to look at pictures of them. Yeah, I am. So, Dr. Facilier is a lot spookier, which is a good thing for you. I was going to say, you know. I don't love the gap in his teeth. He's got crazy eyes. (laughs) Oh, but that skinny, skinny body. (laughs) The belly shirt. (laughs) The belly shirt. (laughs) His little belly button. His tiny little pooched belly. And those long fingers, see? Very tall, skinny man. I've got a type. But I don't love his little necklace. (laughs) His shadow friends? Love them. Don't love them. He is so, such a smooth talker. He is. Oh, his voice, yes. His song? Come on. Oh, and how he, like, plays with the cards. Oh, my gosh. Not so much as a sideways glance. You know, and when I first watched Coco, I did not think of Ernesto de la Cruz as hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dr. Facilier's dancing moves, too, when he dances with his shadow. Instant love. I'd be fine if you wanted to move on, Ernesto. I mean, um, <laughs> Dr. Facilier. See, this is funny, because I feel like in my my own bracket, I feel like Ernesto de la Cruz went on, but now I'm feeling more Dr. Facilier. Because Ernesto um, de la Cruz, especially in Disneyland, wow, big fan. When he's, oh, this is a good picture. <laughs> when he's dancing with her? Mm-hmm. Basil? <laughs> what Basil? Did you not see him? He popped up somewhere. There oh, he is. There he is. Hot. <laughs> oh, my Basil's cravat. I love his little cravat and his robe. Such a good outfit. Aww, when he plays the violin we didn't talk about basil enough his little shaky hand 
Oh, Ernesto's voice. I do love a man that speaks Spanish. He's got a lot of outfits he can pull off. Okay, we might need to circle back to this one, too. Okay, we can come back. Okay, uh oh. <laughs> this is a hard pairing for you. This is impossible! <laughs> number three, Jafar from Aladdin, versus number 14, Mortimer from Mickey Mouse Shorts. Well, my vote is Jafar, but Mortimer is another tall, skinny boy. <laughs> and he's got some wide legged pants. <laughs> He's got that booty pop. Booty pop! (laughs) And that laugh. Oh my, the scream! He's got such a sense of humor. Okay, but Jafar screams too. That's true. But Mortimer is Mr. Steal Your Girl. That's true. He's got the Riz. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we haven't spoken about Riz this entire time. Uh, He straight up comes in. I have to show this to James and say, the master of Riz. (laughs) Mortimer straight up comes in to break up the happiest couple in the past 94 years. And almost succeeds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Riz. Okay, but as far as, like, his facial features. <laughs> He's a little spooky. For, Not a big fan. For the listeners who don't know what the Riz is, Lauren, would you care to explain? The it's Lulingo. just short for charisma. Yeah. So he's very charismatic. Yeah, he, like... Mean- Means you can get the girls. He's got that like shoulder waggle when he's like skipping with Minnie. <laughs> and his car is all fancy, it's bougie. All right, but let's talk about Jafar. <laughs> I mean, Jafar's moving on. We'll talk about him later. We just had okay. to give an ode to Mortimer. Love you, Mortimer. <laughs> okay, next we have another one from Atlantis. Number seven seed is Helga Sinclair versus. From Beauty and the Beast, number 10 seed, Gaston. See, this is what's hard, because Gaston, now that's a handsome fellow, has never really struck me as, like, necessarily attractive. You know what I mean? He's attractive, but (laughs) (laughs) he is attractive. I think I just incredibly big, muscular men have yeah. never like been a, like a huge turn on for me i think um, as a child i really didn't like his ponytail mm-hmm. his face is very maybe his long eyelashes also a little scary like i don't think he's ugly how about when he has skulls in his eyeballs Ugh, hot <laughs> okay and then let's talk about helga sinclair because i think gaston would win in a matchup against a lot of people, but then, like, Helga Sinclair exists. She and again, is... I don't even really know this movie, but, like... Just go look up a picture of her. Hot. She has a beauty mole. Mm-hmm. She's blonde. She wears lots of makeup. She's... She's kind of wearing, like, a Kim Possible outfit at one point. She's Minus probably... the belly shirt. She might be, like, the most sexualized Disney character of all Well, time. like Jessica Rabbit exists, but oh, yes. <laughs> but like, so overtly, like, meant to be. I think that her introduction, she's like slinked on a couch. Mm-hmm. And... In like a film noir, like, uh-huh. lighting. And she always talks with like a bit of a like. A sleeveless dress. Clenched teeth. Yeah. 
I don't think Gaston. Gaston doesn't hold a candle. Mm-mm. And she can fight too. And see, I think that's where I was kind of coming from at in talking about Gaston. I feel like maybe against someone else, he would maybe go on, but against Helga Sinclair. Next, we have Cruella Deville versus Rico from Home on the Range. <laughs> see, Cruella Deville is the number two seed here, and I feel like that might be a little bit high. She is fabulous. Her fashion, her hairstyle, her attitude and demeanor. But, like, for me, she just reeks of cigarette smoke in, like, the worst <laughs> way. I just feel like her face is so gaunt from, like, years yeah. of smoking and drinking and not taking care of herself. Like, she is fabulous and amazing in that way of just being, like, eccentric and erratic. But I don't feel like she's hot. She's a little too scary to be hot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's not like she has, like, a beautiful singing voice or something else that's, like, redemptive in that way. Yes. I love her voice, but it's not something that is, like, alluring, you know? Mm -hmm. It's very grating (laughs) in the best way. I adore her. I personally am very partial to cowboys. (laughs) Um, If you have not seen Home on the Range... I would recommend just so you could see the scenes with Rico. (laughs) Rico is also kind of like a stereotypical, just hot cowboy bounty hunter man. And it's so funny because Buck the Horse has like this huge man crush on him. And I do too. He has this duster that just um, billows out behind him and all the smoke. He emerges from the smoke. Yeah, he's so cool and suave, and he, like, catches the bug. And tells it to be quiet. Yeah, one of the only things I remember about him. He's got this really deep, dusky voice. You kind of got a cronk chin. (laughs) Love. (laughs) We'll talk about cronk later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. So we're in our final region before we circle back for round one. Number one seed Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame versus number 16 seed Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. This is going to be an interesting discussion. I think you don't think Oogie Boogie is remotely attractive. And I understand why. He's a bag of bugs. However, his singing voice? Yes. Which is, I think, is such an interesting pairing that has resulted here because i don't feel like frollo himself is necessarily physically very attractive but his voice yes like it's kind of like these unattractive villains that stir something up with our with their voices they're also pretty similar like oogie boogie can be seduced by a woman's leg (laughs) (laughs) frollo is also dealing with seduction (laughs) oogie boogie believes in maria just kidding (laughs) (laughs) they both are are willing to do murder rollo honestly is just a bag of bugs (laughs) (laughs) take away from this episode (laughs) i don't know oogie boogie is i understand that he is a bag of bugs and like his character design 
is literally just burlap. But there is something a little bit sexy about that. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but I do not see it. (laughs) It's a shapeless bag. I don't know. When he's like moving around and he's like shaking the dice. Uh, All I can think of is wanting to throw up. (laughs) Especially when he gets so scared with Jack. Oh, Jack Skellington. I can't believe he's out of the bracket already. When Jack Skellington pops up and scares Oogie Boogie. Okay, this is kind of hot, though, when he's sitting in the chair (laughs) judging everyone. I like that. We love a good judgment. (laughs) I love judging us. When he's holding her scarf and he Uh dances with her scarf. When he kills the bugs hot <laughs> he like squishes them with his fingers and then he like literally murders a whole colony of ants with the with the he uh, really concrete. he's one of my like i would argue he's one of the evilest i think ones. so the way he just callously murders at the beginning of the movie that's kind of hot toss. pretty scary but a literal hot when he burns <gasps> paris to the ground all right. <laughs> I think we have our answer. I'll rest my case. <laughs> I don't know. Oogie Boogie, when he's dancing, I think I think we'll move Frollo on, but I do just shout out. I've been fighting for Oogie Boogie this whole time. You didn't even want to put him in, but... No. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch Nightmare Before Christmas sometime, and you might just get a little inkling. I mean, I know I, I, I know where you're coming from, but I just cannot get past it. <laughs> but I can, like... see, I can see why some people might. Okay, okay. Just I'll take yourself. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. All right, number eight, Anton Ego from Ratatouille versus number nine, Zerg from Toy Story. These are, this is a real weird pairing. <laughs> yeah, it is. We got another tall, skinny boy. <laughs> Anton Ego is very classy. He is. And I also love him because he changes. He has that, that character arc. I love his character arc. I love his voice. Zerg I love also kind of has a character arc. I love oh it's true. Interesting pairing. I love his office. It looks like a coffin. <laughs> and his typewriter that looks like a skull. Ten out of ten. Anton Ego, when he, like, is drinking his... He, like, purses his lips. You go to bat your eyes like this. Yeah, yeah. It's a little hot. Yeah, he has good lips. I love Zerg's cape. Oh, wow. His outfit. His dress. Zerg is so hot. That lighting. Glowing like that. When he... In the video game... When he's maniacally laughing, hot. Come to me, my prey. Mm-hmm. Antonigo is also just more like a grandpa figure. <laughs> <laughs> he's got just cute, wholesome glasses. I will say the like sunken eye sockets, the like very gray, were always a little off-putting for me. I he feel like I'm voiced by Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, <gasps> is he really? Yeah, Peter O'Toole. I feel like I do that, but I'm relearning it. <gasps> There's Linguini, my favorite boy. <laughs> oh man, I feel like it's I'm Team Zerg. I'll be with you on that. 
Coming up next, woo, we've got the Headless Horseman versus Hades. <sighs> so I have seen um, Ichabod Crane. What is that? Wind in the Willows? It's the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. I've seen that more recently than uh, um, Hercules. Hercules? Yeah. Interestingly <sighs> enough. That hurts my soul a little bit. <laughs> so... I know last time I watched Mr. Ichabod, mm-hmm. I was very into the Headless Horseman. Oh, man. This is this is just going to hurt me. Because, like, Hades is truly top-tier villain for me. He's one of my absolute favorites. He's so funny. He's so classic, so quotable. His head is literally on fire. <laughs> Hades, Hades' teeth are spook and not the right the right spook level um I, he's got a very in- similar face shape to anton ego and like the sunken eyes mm-hmm. the elongated face and here's the thing i think there are versions of hades that are hot but like movie hades for the like vast majority of it he's like so cartoonish and extreme uh-huh. that i like more sleazy yeah and like are there instances where maybe he's hot for sure like there's a reason he made it onto the bracket yes but (sighs) but yeah those teeth might be a deal breaker the headless horseman is just like michelangelo's david (laughs) spookified on an impressive horse holding a glowing pumpkin screaming a maniacal scream (laughs) Without a head to ruin it all. With a cape. With a cape. <laughs> that billows behind him. It's the glowing pumpkin that really seals the deal for me. Whatever you want, but I think you should move on. <laughs> <laughs> if any man ever wanted to woo me, just carry around a glowing pumpkin. <laughs> you just have to learn some magic. <laughs> Get your slimy souls off me. Okay. Coming up next, we have Shere Khan from The Jungle Book versus Clayton from Tarzan. (gasps) Oh, no. Okay, I have to remind myself that it's not favorite villain. It's hottest villain. I was wondering where Shere Khan went. I was thinking about him earlier. Because Clayton is literally one of my favorite Disney villains. Is he a terrible person? Absolutely. But is he hot? I don't know. There's something kind of hot about him. He's got an air. Okay. I do like his little tiny mustache. <laughs> and his big grin. <laughs> I, I've said this before. I do not like the hair on his arms. The arm hair! <laughs> he's got such a big goozle. <laughs> when he's in the tank top, though, when he first meets Tarzan. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying earlier about ripped men not really doing it for me i don't know mm-hmm. clayton is he's got bulging muscles but they're not like his defining feature i feel like but it's weird because he has bulging forearms <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know his biceps okay he does have biceps there they are biceps be bulging and i am uh, such a big fan of his accent his voice I his reliance like on guns however mm-hmm. is less attractive He's got a red cravat. (laughs) 
Oh, I love Tarzan so much. Such a good movie. It's so good. Spookiest death. Is that hot? <laughs> no. I did quote to my mom the other day. Have we met? Ah! So proud! Oh, oh yes. Him sitting here watching Tarzan's movie. <laughs> yes. So yeah. bored. There's something about that chiseled jawline. Yeah, I think my favorite feature is his little Vincent Price mustache. <laughs> oh, now that you've called it that, it's going to make it more difficult for me not to move on. All right, let's talk about Shere Khan. All right, Shere Khan's number one asset is his voice. Oh, yes, 100%. When he like sings that low, low note. Deep, deep, low note. I also love his claws when he like is stroking oh. Ka under the chin. Listen to this. Shere Khan has a ludicrously sexy voice for a cartoon tiger, especially when he hits that low note when he sings. I mean, That's say no more. Someone else, someone else said that. I do really like his glowing eyes when he's like... Oh, yes. Crawling along. And there is something about the way that a tiger moves that is like already inherently sensual. Mm-hmm. He's just not in the movie that much for being such a, like feared presence he, he really is only at the end right i guess he's a little bit in the middle because he talks to ka um yeah i don't super remember it's interesting we've kind of got like your stereotypical british villain <gasps> in some ways you're right pitted against each other they're both hunters eh. Ooh. but it's ironic that it's animal hunting man versus man hunting animal too Whoa. So many parallels right now. Wow. I found this boxing version of Shere Khan. <laughs> oh, hot! <laughs> so I'm leaning a little bit more Clayton just because I feel like he physically embodies a little bit more attractiveness, attractive qualities. Yeah, I'll, I'll be fine to move on Clayton. I think personally I moved on Shere Khan, but See, this is what's interesting, too, is I think, personally, I also moved on Shere Khan, but now looking at them and talking it over? Oh, dear. I know. Are we moving on, Clayton, or should we should we circle back? Let's give ourselves a little bit longer. Okay, okay. Ew, Clayton's arm hair, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late, we're moving on. Number six, Alameda Slim from Home on the Range versus Whoa. number 11, Deed Hard Scrabble from Monsters University. I feel like you're going to make a pretty compelling case to move on Alameda Slim, so let's just give a little moment to Dean Hardscrabble. Okay. I feel she, like... She's very tall. She, again, it's that whole commanding a room. She has so much poise. Like, Helen Mirren, first of all. Um, Her wings? Hot. Very hot. Her very long neck, I like it. Uh-huh. Now, her body... Is ick like cockroach slash centipede <laughs> vibes, which is so not disgusting. hot, not hot, but <gasps> at the same time, like the clickety clack is a little bit like you know, ASMR. I don't know, I just like her formal. She's the dean, she's so smart. There's a reason she was she made the bracket. I'm a big fan of Dean Hardscrabble, and I also like that she has that arc as well, where she's like such an intense cold villain but then she like reconciles with mike and Sully as mm -hmm. well 
All right, we'll move Albi to Slim on and talk about his his glories Very in our next special characteristic in our next region, in our next round. Number three, the Evil Queen from Snow White versus number fourteen, Hans from Frozen. Hans is nice. He is very attractive. He's your typical prince model. Did you, when Frozen came out, before you had finished watching the movie, were you team Hans or team Kristoff? Because it kind of felt like, you know, originally that was how it was being set up, as one or the other. Um. Well, I knew she was going to end up with Kristoff. <laughs> wow, that was so long ago. I know. It was over, it was 10 years this year. I was a really big fan of their duet. Mm-hmm. I was, I thought it was so cute. So I think I maybe was Team Hans just for that reason. Yeah, I was totally Team Hans. The betrayal hurt. It really just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it was a surprise villain to be a surprise villain. He is up against the Evil Queen, who I feel like absolutely deserves to move on. Yeah, I agree. Okay, then we'll talk about her her brilliance in the next round as well, since we don't need it to, belab- to belabor. Oh my right. gosh, when she's walking down the stairs and her cape's like, oh, so hot. Capes, man. Why don't people wear capes anymore? I know, like, we're not even superheroes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> capes and commanding a room. These are the things we've discovered. <laughs> <laughs> For our penultimate first round, we have Chernabog from Fantasia versus Mother Gothel from Tangled. For me, this is no competition. <laughs> Chernabog is ripped. <laughs> Chernabog is everything. <laughs> um. So let's talk Mother Gothel. I love Mother Gothel's voice. I like her hair. I like her dress. She's pretty sexy. Like she, she uses is. that to her advantage. She is very obsessed with her image. Love for her. Did you see that? Uh-huh. No, but she does have, have a sensual quality to her for sure. But like Chernabog's wings. Wow. He literally rules a whole mountain. I hear Night on Bald Mountain and I just want to weep at the beauty. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He's so hot when he's just standing there with his arms folded. His wings, man. His wings are just too intense. Um, Those pecs. I will allow him to move on. Woo! Our final matchup for our first round. We have Kronk from Emperor's New Groove versus Professor Callahan from Big Hero 6. I feel like we both know that Kronk is going to move on. But... When we were originally talking about Professor Callahan, I kind of brought him up as a joke. And then the more we started talking about him, the more we were like, wow, Professor Callahan is hot! (laughs) I mean, look at him. When he is, yes, in his kabuki mask. When he's got, so I just found this picture, he's got the kabuki mask, like, lifted up. And you Mm -hmm. can just see, like, his face like this. Uh Uh-huh. He looks very good. He has very... Very good eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And even, like, his sweater vest look. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so hot. The salt and pepper hair. Mm-hmm. Voiced by James Cromwell. 
who is the farmer and babe so hot last 100 <laughs> hey kabuki man's got a cape <gasps> and when he is like controlling all the microbots mm, very powerful man commanding a room <laughs> commanding a city but <gasps> oh did not put tadashi on here uh, what the frick <laughs> we have failed oh man tadashi would go so far too what <laughs> happened to us why did we not do that maybe i blocked him out because i was too sad about it still <laughs> <laughs> always too sad oh it's so sad oh man tadashi is so yeah. hot oh my what a what? we are frauds <laughs> and she's a fraud this, this is all oh my gosh look at him in his baseball cap <gasps> his sweater i love how we were supposed to be talking about professor callahan and we've completely gotten derailed <gasps> what a beautiful boy tadashi is the real winner this is just the secondary <laughs> Tadashi just went straight to the front of the bracket so we couldn't <laughs> include him. Tadashi counted as a prince. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do our circle backs real fast. Chicha versus Kita. Um, I'm I feel like I'm following Team Chicha. I'll I'll go with Chicha. Okay. Which is shocking because I'm pretty sure Kita went on in my bracket. Then Captain Hook versus Hopper. I'm t- I'm Team Hopper. Your team you Captain team Hook? I think so. And he pops out. We are both okay. talking. Okay, we've got to set aside. We are going off of park experiences because you are swayed by Fanta- or Festival of Fantasy. I am swayed by Tough to Be a Bug. Captain Hopper- Hook playing the piano? That is nice. When Hopper's like walking around in the anthill though. Wait, say what you just said again. <gasps> when he flies... Let's ride. He's a motorcycle gang guy. Oh, he's a motorcycle man. But he's a grasshopper. <gasps> Captain Hook has a cravat. When he's getting his back massage. Oh, when he pulls the seed container and murders his own henchman. Hot. <laughs> oh, I do love when he's just sitting there. <laughs> Captain Hook? No. Hopper. When he pulls the seat thing. Oh, and, he, and like, he just is standing. Oh, he's so scary. That's very hot. <laughs> okay, but think about Captain Hook. Oh, his hair's so bouncy. <laughs> See, I just think about that, him like running on water and being scared all the time. Being kind of <laughs> silly. But <gasps> then there is off? his like crossing the Delaware pose when he's being rowed by Smee. (laughs) That is pretty hot. Whoa, that's so hot. And I do like how he uses his hook to look through his microscope. Not his (laughs) microscope, his telescope. (laughs) Hey, when he puts on his gold hook, too. Mm, Yeah. What about when Hopper destroys when he kicks through? Oh, when he, like, comes in for the first time. The sounds his little body makes. Um, hello, well, girls. <laughs> we did not put the tiger in Zootopia. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was going to be an honorable mention as okay, well. Okay, <laughs> the, the tiger that would treat me right. 
<laughs> See, I feel like maybe we did bring up Tadashi, but like his screen time is just so. But limited. what about James from? Oh, from you're right. He's in the frog. He has less screen time than Tadashi. When you're right, you're right. I don't remember. We're just fools. Idiots. Tadashi wins. Sorry. Tadashi no. already won. Actually, he would beat Shanyu for me. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So that's unfortunate. Between Captain Hook and Hopper and Ernesto de la Cruz and Dr. Facilier, is there a pairing that you feel more strongly about? Like, you can decide one of the pairs and I'll decide one of the one of the pairs. I feel more strongly about Captain Hook. Okay, go ahead and use power move. We'll move Captain Hook on and I'll use a power move to okay. move on. This is so weird because I am going opposite of what I already picked for my original bracket, but I'm going to move on Dr. Facilier. I think that's the right choice. Let's see. Our only other one was, oh no, maybe I'll use my power move to move on Clayton then. <gasps> okay. Who is he against? Shirkon? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you use your power move. <laughs> How generous. <laughs> okay, so we're both down a power move because I think we both agreed on Dr. Facilier. Yeah. Okay. All right. Round two. Number one seed, Negra versus number eight seed, Hercules. Hercules is really attractive, but there is a part of me that didn't always think he was the most attractive. Mm-hmm. I feel like Negra is more. Negra's mm, more, more classically hot. Yeah. Yeah. She is very pretty. Both very beautiful. Number five seed Colette from Ratatouille versus number four seed Tarzan. Ooh, I'm probably on team Tarzan. I am too. Colette probably doesn't have those abs. Oh, <laughs> that those she skater. Could. She, she might. Could. Those skating abilities. That was my favorite. One of my favorite uh, VHS previews. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're how like, they learned or how they to animate his years. body, yeah, <laughs> by watching the skate park. Tony Hawk. All right, you can read the next two pairings. We have Chief Chewy from Moana versus Mufasa from Lion King. I'm Team Mufasa. I am too. Chief Chewy, you are an icon, but Mufasa is literally a lion in the sky. <laughs> Nothing hot. Which is hot. <laughs> it is very hot. <laughs> you can read this pair. Oh, and then we have Esmeralda versus Cocoam. Uh-oh. I said we might be split. I am team Esmeralda. Let me look at pictures of Cocoam. Honestly, since Cocoam's in the movie with Sean Yu, I never was a big fan of him. Cocoam was in the movie with Sean Yu? I mean, John Smith. Okay, I really was like, oh, you know their voice actors incredibly well. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, He just didn't hold a candle to John Smith for me. Mm-hmm. So he's I was so... always like, no. Like, um, Nakoma says, he's so handsome. And I'd always be like, no, he's not. He's so serious. He's very handsome. And I do like... When he is, like, genuinely concerned about Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. That's very hot, his concern. He is attractive. But... That chiseled jawline. Yeah. Esmeralda is... tee <laughs> Geeky Thomas. Oh, Thomas! So Definitely. Cute. Moving on to Esmeralda. Yeah. Oh, she's so 
wonderful. I love her. We'll talk about her more next round. Okay. No, her eyes. Number one, King Triton versus number eight, James from Princess and the Frog. I feel like King Triton will move on just because of screen time more than anything. Yeah, I agree. When he gets angry, it's a little hot. <laughs> it is when he starts breaking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have concerns. Okay. Number five, Chicha versus number four, David. David. Oh, I think so. Same for me. That was kind of a jump scare, David, that just came in. <laughs> Spooky. How's it, Nani? Oh, we. I love him. Ah! Number 11, Sitka versus number three, Nani. Listen, I love Nani so much. Role model, icon, legend. But like Sitka, he's so Angel hot. Sitka. Angel Sitka. <laughs> when he is glowing. When he's in the northern lights. Oh my gosh. He's literally so hot. His hair blowing in the wind like Pocahontas. Like, what even is his facial hair? But he pulls it off. Like, <laughs> it works. He makes it hot. <laughs> and he's such a good brother. He's such a good brother. Hey, these are both siblings. To the <gasps> You're right. They're both, like, very kind, sacrificing, mm-hmm. loving siblings. Oh. But Nani doesn't die, so. Oh. <laughs> Ultimate sacrifice. Oh, I love Nani so much. Like, that cannot be overstated. Ugh, like when she cries and Le- when she thinks Lila was gone. Mm, I love Nani. When she's surfing, she's so beautiful. I love her. But for me, I am Teen Sitka. And that is saying something because I love Nani so much more <laughs> as a character. Hot! Okay, last up for the heroes bracket, we have Frozone versus Robin Hood. Honestly, I would probably just from a nostalgia. Like, I think I have been in love with Robin Hood for more time than Frozen. I would agree that nostalgia kind of wins out for me as well. Um, Frozen Incredibles is very nostalgic for me too, but I wasn't in love with Frozen the way I was in love with Robin Hood. Right. Like, Frozen wasn't necessarily like the leading man. Right, that no. was like sweeping the main lady off her feet and yes. doing her and faint heart never won fair lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta move Robin Hood on. I'm sorry, yeah. Frozone. You are beautiful and attractive, and we're glad you were in the bracket. Thank you for your contributions. <laughs> I don't know why I feel the need to apologize when <laughs> our characters leave. Okay, number this one is going to hurt my soul so we're gonna have to talk about it okay number one sean Yu versus number eight radigan <sighs> i'm trying to come in without any preconceived notions of how deeply you love sean Yu. if i if it was just me i don't know that i would move sean Yu on you know you but know, i he's not really considered hot <laughs> But you have, really? I the way that we have discussed him and the things you have pointed out, he, he does have hot qualities. I agree. 
Oh my gosh, I have so many tabs of Disney characters open right now. <laughs> I just gotta go look at Radigan one more time. Yeah, I Radigan is so fabulous. <sighs> but okay, he is I, more just like oh my gosh. There are moments where when he is in that king outfit, hot. <laughs> when he's I, like, oh, I love it when I'm nasty. I I do love Radigan, and he does have an air of hot to him. But I will let it go. <laughs> I don't love his tail. I'll say his tail's not hot. Yeah. And when he... I was going to say, when he transforms into a rat, but there is a part of that that is kind of hot when he's, like, bursting from his clothing and he's, like, <laughs> erratic and crazy. Like, it's just kind of that, like, unhinged power that you're like, wow, whoa. <laughs> wow, why do I... Why do I feel this way? <laughs> Okay, we'll move on to Shawnee, because I just thought about him rubbing his chin. Number five, Captain Hook versus number 13, Scar. Scar. Really? For all the fighting and the power move that you did to move Captain Hook along, Scar's going to take it like that? Yeah. Because, like you said, Captain Hook's a little goofy. Yeah. A little dainty. Scar's not, Scar has no goofiness. He is strictly true. He's not personal. Even when Simba tries to joke with him, he's like... (laughs) He's got some good one-liners, though. Bad back. Yeah, but they're, like, snarky. Sarcastic, not goofy. He's not an object of laughter. He's not comedic relief. Exactly, yeah. Which, I mean, comedic relief is hot, but... Uh Uh-huh. S- sarcastic sinister evilness is hotter <laughs> <laughs> next up we have Dr. Facilier versus Jafar <laughs> oh man I already know I'm gonna lose this fight um, <laughs> have I talked about Jafar before? no go ahead I, I mean in previous oh yes I don't know, like, I never thought Jafar was hot as a child. Right. He's goopy looking, like he has weird facial hair. His face is so long. Wait, I think I took notes. Oh. <laughs> Last time I watched Aladdin, <laughs> I I was wondering, so why, because more recently when I watched it, I've been like, wait, why is he attractive now? He can ride a speeding horse very well. He's a good rider. He's very fashionable. Do you see his shoulder pads? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They come to a point. They are like one foot long each. <laughs> Not everyone can pull that off. Um, he is a committed actor. That's true. Method acting. Method acting all the way. His wheeze. <laughs> <laughs> a man that can wheeze that's not always a good thing um, <laughs> love his maniacal laughter mm-hmm. he has very long delicate fingers which mm-hmm. I mean where he's up against Dr. Facilier uh-huh. he also does have long delicate fingers some similarities here in body shape as well because uh-huh. Dr. Facilier also has those pointed shoulders you're right and a very fashionable Different kind of fashion, but also mm-hmm. very on point. Their headwear 
equally fantastic. Yeah. Mm, I think Jafar's is maybe a little more. He's got some jewels on there. But Dr. Facilier has that skull. I do love a skull. Mm, I don't. (laughs) Jafar has dad jokes galore. (laughs) I don't know why that's hot. I don't know why that's hot. (laughs) Excellent singing voice, which Dr. Facilier also has. Knows how to make his wishes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just waste his wishes on dumb things. He knows exactly what he wants, and they're Except very good. That's also his downfall. He gets tricked. You're right. But he can say what with, like, the most impressive ability. What? And he's the tallest man in the movie. <laughs> um, but Dr. Facilia, I believe, is also the tallest man in the movie. He is quite tall. That hat adds on a few inches, I'm sure. Oh, they're I... both like just kind of like I'm surprised that they're hot, but they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both like dealing in bit of magic. Mm-hmm. Coming up against royalty. Mm-hmm. Mardi Gras royalty, albeit. Doctor Facilier doesn't have any facial hair. Yeah, he does. He has a mustache. Oh, it's very, very thin. A pencil-thin mustache. But, okay, he's spookier, so that's why you like him more. It's true. I feel like Dr. Facilier does have a little bit more riz. Yeah. Jafar's trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, Jafar leans far into his, like, staff hypnotizing, whereas Dr. Facilier welcomes you into his parlor, you know? Mm-hmm. Got that southern charm. Give it a second to think. We might have to circle back to this one. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'm super devoted to They're so similar. Dr. Facilier as you are devoted to Jafar. So after we circle around, we might be able to just let it go. I have Dr. Facilier on this list as well. He's further down. Jafar is number two. But I did write tall as heck. (laughs) He towers over everybody. Dr. Facilier doesn't really exhibit any romantic exploits throughout the movie, but like Jafar is in to Jasmine, you know. Mm-hmm. Which makes him a little scarier. Yeah. A little ick. But, a little gross. Okay. Yeah. We'll uh we'll circle back around. Okay. Next we have wow, Helga Sinclair versus Rico. I don't know why. It's probably because the first picture of her when you Google her is her hair braided. But mm-hmm. I just feel like she is the evil, sexy Elsa. Which Elsa is already <laughs> sexy, but like, do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, her braid. Yep. Which, like, Elsa was originally going to be a villain. So I don't know if I'm just like picking up on those vibes. Um, Personally, I would choose Rico because. I like cowboys more than sexy women. (laughs) And see, I understand where you're coming from. You might have to use a power move on this just because I really don't think Rico is hot. Well, he's hot. He's made it into the bracket. He's hot. He deserves a place here. But for me personally, I think Helga is much more hot of a character. Let me just watch this Milo meets Helga real quick. Neither of these characters are particularly important to me. Like, 
I've probably seen those movies about the same amount of times, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I know very little information about either of them. So just going off of Google image search alone, I would say Helga Sinclair. Okay, I'll use my power move. Okay. <laughs> Rico moves on. Rico's coming. All right. Next, we have number one seed Frollo versus number nine seed Zerg. Um, interesting. I know. I can't believe Frollo's a number one seed. Yeah. Zerg doesn't sing. That's true. Zerg doesn't do much. <gasps> to be honest. Zerg is a redemption arc father. In a goofy way. <laughs> Not in a hot way. <laughs> when he's falling to his death, it's kind of hot. That is kind of hot. <laughs> don't know why but it is <laughs> a slow motion is hot maybe that's why oh my gosh Kerjack's hand <laughs> oh, Kerjack, why isn't Kerjack on here <laughs> I think he was on the original the master list Oof! but we decided he was too scary Frollo's voice is really the only thing going for him I mean there is like that sinister glare that is hot as well but he's so ick Zerg doesn't strike me as particularly hot either, but I feel like he has a bit more impressive command. So if you have a strong feeling, I don't feel like I'm... I think Frollo has a stronger command than Zerg. Okay. Frollo, Frollo dominates wherever he is. I mean, Zerg is literally taking over the galaxy, but... We can move on for a little. Well, he's supposedly doing that. He is the sworn enemy of the Galactic Alliance. Okay, but are we talking about Buzz Lightyear of Star Command Zerg or Toy Story 2 Zerg? Because <laughs> Toy Story 2... I love Toy Story 2 Zerg. He's so cute. <laughs> but not hot. When he punches out of the, the box. Okay, that's hot. And when he goes... <laughs> I love that. But I still would move on Frollo just for the Hellfire scene. Okay, okay. Ching, 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 when his eyes turn on. <laughs> That's so <good. laughs> I thought you were talking about Frollo at first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember when Frollo's eyes turn off? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. And I always loved when the camera like zooms into his little... Like, the, on the toy, you could look through his head and see his vision. <laughs> and when he's going across the parking lot. <laughs> Destroy Buzz Lightyear. He's so, so cute. I love him. For the last time. Mm, okay. That. that is a very hot catchphrase. <laughs> Tor- oh, also, I just have to say, when he is, like, getting his last laser ready to kill Buzz and Rex is like talking to him and he's just like taking his sweet time and then he like <laughs> totally gets ready to kill him <laughs> I love Toy Story 2 what a great movie okay uh, number 5 Headless Horseman versus number 13 Clayton I know I, I feel like Clayton is gonna be my stupid power move just like 
Captain Hook where I wasted it, but I'm okay to let Headless Horseman move on. <laughs> oh my gosh, why is Headless Horseman? I bet he is. Because he's like just an ideally chiseled body in a spooky way. That's hot. <laughs> and something about riding a horse. Mm-hmm. And just like the terror of the pursuit. And it's what you're saying about those like maniacal laughs and screams. Yeah, moving on. And that glowing pumpkin. And it's like kind of it, there's just this air of mystery. Like, is it Brahm? Is it this Ma- mystical being? Yes. Something sexy oh, about it. And he's got a sword? Yeah. Huh? And he just and like he... laughs always. Like that's he literally wants to kill people. Hot, <laughs> hot. <laughs> he just stops and rears his horse and laughs. Like that is his yeah. main character trait, and I'm here yeah. for it. Love it. All right, yeah, we've, given, we've given Clayton his moment in the sun. Yeah, I'm just watching a gif of the headless horseman's cape. Oh, it's unmatchable. Bing Crosby sings about him. Oh yes. Next, we have Alameda Slim versus the Evil Queen. Okay, now let me talk about Alameda Slim. Yes, please. You know, he's kind of a bigger man, not really muscular. Which, like, that's that's hot, you know? He has a very It's not just the skinny boys that are hot. Yeah, thick boy. Very large belly but let when we talk about riz <laughs> let me show you exhibit a which is the sparkly yodel outfit with a guitar he can yodel better than any man i know <laughs> even so- his his like <gasps> rope and outfit that's not sparkly he's hot Ten percent <gasps> his monocle outfit. <gasps> Yancey Odell. Oh my gosh, the fact that you know I just found the ice cream pin. He's <gasps> so excited about that ice cream. Look at him, no, look at it. So cute. Okay, I also love his voice just in general. Mm-hmm. He's got cool cowboy boots and chaps. Mm-hmm. I do like his facial hair. Yeah. Red. He, he's a redhead. He can command a room. Oh, yes. There's a lot going for him. He's very tall. <sighs> okay, let's talk about the Evil Queen, because we just kind of glanced at her. She is fairest of them all, except for then Snow White exists. So already, like, just putting that out there. Makeup on point. I love her, like, head hood thing. Mm-hmm. Her cape, as you were saying. I love it when she parts the curtains and is just glaring at Snow White at the prince. Oh, such a mood. <laughs> I love it. Also, obviously, turns into the hag, which is not as hot. But I would say that the hag has hot moments. I don't know, just, like, the way that she moves a little bit hot oh when she's uh, in the boat (laughs) paddling down the yes yes 
I also am thinking about in Fantasmic when she's just like moving with her arms. I'm like, mm, hot. <laughs> All right. But here's what really gets me about the Evil Queen is I love when she is <laughs> brewing her the potion. And she's like, just all of her like mannerisms. And I love it when she's like turning into the hag. Like that is so hot when she's like, her hair is turning white. She's in distress. I love that scene so much. And I don't know if it's necessarily hot or I just love the animation, but I'm just like that whole sequence. There's a lot, a lot of cape blowing. She has a straight up dungeon full of skeletons. Hot. I'm trying to find the transformation sequence. She's beautiful. And also her nails on fleek. Yes. Can your nails be on fleek or just your eyebrows? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I don't know. I love her sleeves too. Oh my, her cape. Oh my. I need one. And she's just like straight up bring me this girl's heart hot <laughs> that is very scary it's very scary guy yeah i don't know if it's very hot when she's clutching her neck <laughs> i kind of like it though <laughs> not to get too <laughs> oh her nails they're so beautiful i'm so impressed i remembered that she's a scientist she's a chemist but can she yodel oh my gosh Oh, I love it when she gets the lightning bolt. She doesn't sing at all. I also think this is influenced by Fantasmic because her sequence always fills me with thrills. Mm. Only seen Fantasmic once. Gotta come back and watch it again. Well, personally, I would choose Alameda Slim, but I know that the Evil Queen... Is very beautiful. Oh, let's circle back around. I probably will let you go ahead on that one. I really? I don't know. We'll see. Look at his reward poster. Oh my gosh. This next pairing will be an ugly fight. Um, oh. <laughs> Chernabog from Fantasia versus Kronk. All right, we've... Talked about Chernabog a bit. Let's go ahead and talk about Kronk. Kronk has a body. <laughs> Kronk is probably, well, Tarzan's body's hotter, but. Kronk is very know, fit. A little concerned about the size of his waist compared to his chest. <laughs> Wrestled you in high school. <laughs> Kronk is just hilarious. Kronk can cook. Uh-huh. That's pretty hot. Kronk has very nice long hair. Very well kept. It's wavy. Wow, his chin. His you are eyebrows. you are a fan of the sexy chin grab in Kronk's new groove. Yes. The eyebrows. Mm, he's just smiling look at this one he's so cute no he's just giving a smile horns are not hot um you literally just said they were hot maleficent 
Okay, but that's because she's... Like, Chernabog in House of Mouse. He has an embarrassing secret. He's so cute. What the Look heck is House of Mouse? What? you? House of Mouse is this Disney Channel TV series where all the Disney characters would get together. I'm sure you've seen, like, clips or stills. It's when they're, like, sitting at tables. Just random Disney characters all together. Like, they need to put on Disney Plus because, look, Chernabog's just hanging out with, what's her name? Clarabelle? Yeah. Kronk gets married. But Chernabog's wings. Oh. He's afraid of the dark. That's his embarrassing secret. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> he is way too big for that table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have to admit his body... Yes. His presence. When his... Whoa, are the gargoyles in Sleeping Beauty based on Chernabog? Probably. I mean, Beauty and the Beast? Oh. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to agree with you on Chernabog. Oh. His wings unfolding? Oh. Hey, but wings don't equal hotness for me. Oh, do you want a Chernabog tattoo? Yes, please. And then he brings night to the village. Oh, and then bats come. Okay, but, but that's just an accessory. <laughs> <gasps> and then all the ghosts come out. The ghosts are not him. I love the sounds that the ghosts make. I just have to give this a shout out. Ugh, I love this sequence. They're all so beautiful. All I'm saying is he is like a stone's throw away from Satan. The- no, the Headless Horseman. Like, he is in that same vibe. So, I understand that we'll probably move Kronk along, but I'm just saying you can't poo-poo Chernabog because he is not that far from someone else that you obsess over. I wouldn't say obsess over, but the thing about Chernabog, he's less... I mean, the Headless Horseman obviously is not human, but his body's more humanoid. Like, he doesn't... He's not 50 feet tall and he doesn't have wings and... Chernabog doesn't have a cape. That's the problem. But his wings are cape-like. That's I've already moved Kronk on. Good, because Kronk is hot. Turnabog is... Would win in my bracket. Because he's hot. Alright, I... Let's see, who do we have left here? Oh, that we skipped? It's between Alameda Slim and Evil Queen. I'm just trying to decide if I want to use a power move or not. Jaffa, I'm stuck. Mm, I'll let you move Alameda Slim on if that's who you're wanting. Woo! To yeah. Oh, but then there's the Dr. Facilier versus Jafar. I'll defer to you. Uh, oh, really? Alameda Slim is more important than Jafar? Well, just Dr. Facilier and Jafar are so similar. Okay. That I would be. I fine. do feel like I'm more inclined. Well, I don't know, because Dr. Facilier is literally going to murder. Well, he really just wants to m- murder um Daddy LaBeouf. Daddy the beef. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I'm just gonna look at a picture of him real fast. I just don't like his teeth. His purple eyes. What color are Jafar's eyes? I think they're just pupils. <laughs> Boring. Or maybe a brown. Oh, okay. They're probably brown. I'm gonna go Dr. Facilier. Okay. We made it to round three. Megra from Hercules versus Tarzan from Tarzan. I do feel like, oh, this is, this is, 
very tricky. I feel like they're both top of the top. Yeah. Like, maybe our hottest female versus our hottest male. For the hero side, anyway. Tarzan is a little goofy. And Meg has perfect hair. I would probably move Meg. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Tarzan, you did good. Mufasa versus Esmeralda. Ooh, this one hurts. Oh my gosh. Oh, Mufasa is so handsome. I would choose Mufasa. What a handsome mouse. Oof, Esmeralda is so beautiful. And she's so brave and so kind. But Mufasa is so powerful and strong. Ugh, talk about perfect hair, though. And her red dress. Okay, we might have to circle back to this one. I'm not saying I'm... I'm just undecided. Okay. King Triton versus David. I want to pick David. I do, too. I feel like... I would be more inclined to date David than King Triton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Goodbye, King Triton. Number one seed. That's crazy. Knocked out. Oh, man. This is rough. Sitka versus Robin Hood. Oh, dear. Um, I would probably choose Robin Hood. Alan Adele did not make the list. I think he made the master list, but we cut him out of the final cut. I'm just admiring his poofy sleeves. Oh my gosh, as you should. I don't know, Sitka is just so hot. But so is Robin Hood. Although Robin Hood is in more of the movie than Sitka is. Mm-hmm. Alright, if you feel pretty strongly about Robin Hood. Yeah, let's move him on. Danahi. Okay, Sean Yu versus Scar. Um, you know who my vote is. <laughs> Sean Yu cannot win this whole bracket, though. <laughs> How? <laughs> He's not the hottest Disney character. Okay, okay. Okay, but the villains. Yeah, he might win the villain side. Uh, Dr. Facilier versus Rico. My Rico's so hot. I just don't find Rico particularly attractive myself. Okay, we can move on, Dr. Facilier. And then Frollo versus Headless Horseman. I feel like it's Headless Horseman, but if you feel strongly about Frollo... No, let's move on, Headless Horseman. He is going so far. <laughs> Alright, this one's all on... Well, I have an opinion, but Alameda Slim versus Kronk. Kronk! Okay, yes. Alright, who are we struggling with this round? Let's see. Ah, uh, Mufasa and Esmeralda. I just really, really love Esmeralda, but I do think Mufasa is... A particularly striking. And it's just you factor in his voice, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move Mufasa on. That was a close one. All right. We're down to the Elite Eight. Megra versus Mufasa. I am Team Megra. I'll, I'll let Megra go on because she is so beautiful. David versus Robin Hood. Interesting. Who would you pick between Megra versus Esmeralda, though? Megra. Oh, no question. Yeah. But that's probably a little bit more, like, nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't watch Hunchback growing up, really. I want to pick David. (gasps) Okay, let's do it. Oh, my Meg's so good at singing, too. Oh, she is. I love her. Sean Yu versus Dr. Facilier. I'm okay with moving Sean Yu on. Okay. Headless Horseman versus Kronk. I feel like (laughs) we should probably move Kronk on just because Headless Horseman doesn't even have a head. Kronk has a head. <laughs> wow, Kronk. And Patrick Warburton, like yes. his voice. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
We got ourselves our final four. Megra, our number one seed, and a number four seed. So proud of David. As well as, from our villains bracket, our number one and number two seeds, Sean Yu and Kronk. Ooh, so going between Megra and David. I've got to look at pictures. Meg is once again more of like the classically hot, like she was created to be hot. Like and she, she is more than just like, obviously, her a hot character. Yeah. Oh, David's so cute. And he can surf. And he's so supportive. I will say I don't know that I love his haircut. Well, uh, how else would it be? I don't know. I just like... It's a little too floppy? Yeah, like it needs either to be a little too shorter or a little longer. Like, I feel like it's yeah, in a weird... fish hook? <laughs> I feel like for that reason, Megra's perfect hair might have to edge him out. Um... Okay, but David can surf. What can Meg do? Uh, David can hula dance and fire dance? She thinks it's fancy? Megara literally saves Hercules. By getting squished. She pushes him out of the way. Who has a better chance of beating Sean Yu? (laughs) Probably David. Okay. Oh, but Megara is so hot. Is Oh my, what a hot couple. Hercules (gasps) Megra and David? Oh, I was going to say Hercules and Meg. Oh, they are hot. They're better suited for each other than Megra and David would be. Mm-hmm. David would be like, I don't yeah. know. What. <laughs> Meg would be too much for David. <laughs> oh, how cute. A couple of rodents looking for a theme park. Yes, who is my final <laughs> hero? We can. I want to look at our... Okay, we need to make a decision so we can look okay, at our okay, other okay. brackets. <gasps> okay. Ah, I don't know, because I do... Ah, I don't know what to do. Okay, is Sean Yu beating Kronk? Yeah. Okay. Because... Ho- hopefully okay. our listeners have listened to this long enough to know why you love Sean Yu. <laughs> uh, let me just tell you, Sean Yu... Oh yes, you have a bolted list. Oh yeah, should I go through the list? <laughs> and we forget, Tadashi already won this whole thing, so... <laughs> Right, so this doesn't even matter. Tadashi <laughs> would beat Sean Yu. I'm serious. Oh, Tadashi's so beautiful. Sean Yu is just like the embodiment of strength and power and determination. Appearance wise, he really isn't hot classically, except I do love when his hair blows in the wind. Oh, he looks best when he has his hood just like draped over his eyes, draped above his eyes. I do love his eyebrows. I'm very attracted to eyebrows, I'm realizing. This has been a very revealing podcast. <laughs> Just that evil grin. But my favorite, favorite part that gives me chills is when he headbutts Shang. Just like so strong. I don't feel like I knew that. I thought you were going to say his yo. I do or, love his yell. Or when he literally chops a tree in half. Woo, so strong. <laughs> Forgot when about he that. returns a doll to a girl. Yes, he's very kind and loving. When he burns down a whole village. So strong. No, when I get chills. he pops out of the snow like daisies. I get chills when he headbutts Shang. And Shang's just like, blah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so strong. And what a death. I, don't know, I don't know why that equals hotness for me. He does but... burst through the roof. That's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And I've oh. talked about how he respects Mulan as an opponent, even though she's a woman. Like, uh-huh. without question, he's like, you're a woman, you're the soldier from the mountains. 
let's fight. Um, Sean Yu, the true feminist we never knew we needed. It's true. But the reason I would move him on from Kronk is just for that reason that he seems his energy is more hot than Kronk's. Kronk's mm-hmm. got like the goofy vibes that I love. I love laughing. But Sean Yu's just embodies hotness for me. And it's kind of a mystery, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Moving David on against Sean Yu. And is David taking it? I will allow David to take it. This is a little unexpected. Like, I knew that we both loved David, but of all the Disney characters... Okay, Tadashi. David is second second place. It's true. It's so true, though. <laughs> I'm so mad! <laughs> we have failed in our pursuits. Oh my, look how cute Tadashi is. I'm just looking at more pictures of him. <laughs> they took him away from us too soon. Oh, sad. Oh my gosh, we had 23 submissions. <laughs> new that's record. incredible truly wow well even though there were no winners associated we do have someone coming out matching us closest matching our combined abttg podcast bracket and that is annie annie had david winning just like us scar mufasa and hades were all in the final four which is crazy that's a pretty it was pretty close. Pretty close. Although Hades, I think, did get out in the first round for us. Again, this was no winners associated. This is just merely for fun finding out people's um oh. hot picks. We had Natalie also picking David with Jafar, Megra, and Hans all going to her final four, as well as Hadley, my niece. She also picked David. Oh. So we had some friends. And she also had Kronk, uh, Chief Tui, and Ernesto de la Cruz. All right, John Smith is the real winner. I'm guessing this must be yours. <laughs> That's me. You had Sean Yu, Milo Thatch, Mufasa, and Kronk with Sean Yu taking it yeah. all. My 14 seed Milo Thatch was <laughs> <in> final. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jungle. Yeah, Milo wasn't there, so David won. Jungle Fever Baby. I do not know who this is. They had Tarzan winning, Sean Yu, Frozone, and Kronk. Um, oh, Annie Real. So Annie's other one was a prediction. So Annie did a great job. Good Annie's job, Annie. real answer was Robin Hood taking it all with Kronk, Mufasa, and Scar um, being in the final four. My mom had the Headless Horseman taking it all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> with Megara, Mrs. Incredible, and Dr. Basilier making it to the final four for biz megra took it all respect but david was in the finals along with kronk and maleficent interesting ah uh, yes here's mine megra took it all for me and ernesto de la cruz went to the final four for me oh, he, i know you were today, so influenced by oogie boogie bash today it, yeah i really was today um dr facilier was really talking to me sitka also went to the finals <laughs> the final four I was very swayed. And Turtabog, no wonder I was fighting for him. He went all the way. Wow, Esmeralda was not there. She was not. She got beat out by Sitka. Um, Choose me or you will burn. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Um, Esmeralda won with Ernesto de la Cruz, David, and Kronk all coming in to the final four. Here's Jill's bracket. Kronk winning it all. With Robin Hood, Hercules, and Gaston making it to the final four. 
my friend Grayson, who also contributed our plaque for any respect to the Godfather shout out, they picked Megra to win it all, Dr. Facilier, Nani, and Hades. Also making the cut. Hades getting some love in here after we booted him from the first round. Hello! <laughs> picked Esmeralda to win, Scar, David, and Hades. Coming next. Thatch the catch. <laughs> this Who must is be, this? This must be a Monson. <laughs> Who is it? I don't know. Please reveal yourself. I love you. Milo Thatch coming in first with Kronk, Tarzan, and Maleficent. Jesse Williams. Some of these might be random. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> I know my um my cousin was like, my friend would love this. Let me send it to her. So. Okay, okay. This is incredible. Getting some love over here. She took it all. Maleficent, Tarzan, and Kronk. Oh my gosh, Kim. The bracket is titled Two Seeds Dominate. <laughs> she had three number two seeds going all the way. Robin Hood took it all. We also had Kronk, Cocoum, and Dr. Facilier. Kronk is also getting a lot of love throughout these brackets. He is, he is a very pattern. handsome guy. Um, trash in the bracket. This is my dad's. He picked Tarzan to take it all. Uh, Helga, Kira, and Hans were also in the finals. Mm-hmm. All That's the classic the- hot ones. Mm-hmm. Helga Sinclair getting some love. King Baby Supremacy. I don't know who this is from. <laughs> Buttersock. <laughs> Celette took it all. Hans, Kita, and Dr. Facilier also making it to the finals. Foxy from Becky. Robin Hood won. Kronk, Cocoam, and Maleficent. I think Kim also had Cocoam going as well. A twin thing. Avery, my niece, had Randall Boggs. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Winnie <laughs> all. That's so good. Bianca, oh my gosh, and Woody. We had a 15 and a 14 seed here. I love it. I'm so yeah. glad Bianca has some love. And Kronk as well. Rosebud. Who's that? Who it it's Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wells from Beyond the Grave. No, get out. <laughs> what? Why? Why? What is this hate? He's for too scary. Citizen Kane coming from nowhere. Orson Wells is too scary. Megra won that bracket, but Helga Sinclair, Kida, and the Evil Queen, an all-girl bracket. That's fun. Disney doesn't make them like they used to, <laughs> coming in with some opinions. We have Kida winning that bracket. Helga Sinclair, Megra, and Mother Gothel, another all-woman bracket, which I'm like, these are all kind of more recent films, but not really. We're so old. 2023. It's been like 10 years. It's true. Marin having Woody take it all. Randall Boggs. Jack Skellington! Oh, man, I'm so proud. And Zerg, a number 16 seed, making it all the way. I'm so pleased. Wow. It's fun to see everyone's opinion. I feel like Kronk, Megra. Kronk we had a lot of. Inside of the bracket. Yeah, we had a lot of David showing up too, so I think we'll be pleased. I know some of my friends um, also contributed, so please do announce yourselves to us. But so taking out Annie's. Um, prediction bracket natalie actually scored the highest has the most in common with our combined scores so so good 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 and it's i, I just think it's funny how i like am flip-flopping mm-hmm. weeks later but <laughs> but a good time the real winner is tadashi but tadashi rest in peace i'm <laughs> so sorry to have forgotten you we have failed Thanks, everyone, for filling out brackets. I hope you had a good time. Let us know if you heartily agree or disagree with our final four um, or any of the matchups that we did. Yeah, I think that's all we really have to say about that. Do you have any parting words? 
Nope. I'm trying to figure out who's Caleb's. Which one is Caleb's? But... Would he have done thatch the ha- the couch or whatever? I just asked him who he chose to win, and he didn't respond. I feel like King Baby Supremacy might be Andrea. What does that mean? I have no idea. Oh, it totally is Andrea. Duh! Because <laughs> when we went to Mardi Gras, she got a king baby. She got a king cake. And they have the little baby. A plastic oh. baby. And she wore it on her necklace. That's definitely Andrea. <laughs> and I think Tyler also put one in. He might have done. Disney doesn't make them like they used to or something. Sean, oh. you proud of you for getting second. But I was not surprised. <laughs> you knew I'd be a stickler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree that he's... Probably not the hottest Disney character. I just, it's un, unex, inexplicable. Your love for him. Oh, it's he's great. responding. He chose Esmeralda to win. Oh. Choose me or you will burn, maybe. Or hello. <laughs> Those are the only Esmeralda. I think choose me or you will burn is probably Catherine. That feels, that feels like a Catherine title. As do the rest of her picks. Does yeah. Esmeralda scar David and Hades feel like Caleb? I don't know if he would choose David. I don't think he knows Layla and Stitch. I both, of, both of the Esmeralda wins have David going all the way, though. I mean, going to the final four. He thinks he maybe didn't save. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Interesting. Rip. I wonder who those belong to. Who are you? Thatch the cat. <laughs> Anyways, you took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. <laughs> That's the one we're ending on. Peace. <laughs> Gooses. Let me type in Zerg hot. <laughs> no, just Hot Wheels. <laughs> oh my gosh. Only ninety dollars. <laughs> I'll think about that. Okay, let's move. Dean Hart's gravel ice cream tin. What? <laughs> These deep cuts. Its rarity is legendary. Oh, his like <gasps> roping outfit that's not sparkly. He's hot. Guess what? I just found. Oh boy, what? I literally can't hear you at all. Alameda ice cream cone pin. No, you did not. There is no way that exists. $37. Oh, that's a steal. That's worth it. it. Buy it now.